Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris. I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day, and we've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listener to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks, and you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your question. In this episode, we answer the question, why silver in 2022? You're seeing price inflation, but you're not seeing gold and silver rise. What's the deal, right? Is something broken, or is this normal for this combination of market cycles? We address this and more in our first podcast of 2022. Now, here's my conversation with Brian. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Long, and man, we've got a great question we're going to answer today, Ryan. Welcome to the new year, man. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too. Another another calendar year flips. It goes, goes by fast. Oh, I know, 2022. So today, we're actually going to kind of like make a, a non-evergreen podcast, and we're going to say, hey, why silver in 2022? So, uh, let's jump jump right in and talk about. I can't wait to get to kind of our last talking point today, and that's the decoupling of the physical price from the spot price and kind of the havoc that's wreaking in people's brains, right? But yep. first, let's just set the stage with uh, just some macroeconomic things that's going on coming into this year that that has cr- helped create that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and Carrie, the, the first disclaimer I like to give is, yeah, this this is why silver is so important in 2022 for numerous reasons. But we also, as advisors, have to be careful of, you know, it's we're not trying to look at this as investment versus wealth insurance. Or, but all investments aside, Carrie, you know, when we have all these topics that are in front of us for silver right now, it's a pretty opportunistic time, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to actually do a podcast episode on uh, market timing and why that, you know, it's just, that's not yeah. what, what this is about. And so I'm so glad you gave that disclaimer as we always <laughs> try to, because this is really about sound financial planning, diversification, and having an allocation to physical gold and silver as the access point to that asset class. Well, that's a mouthful. And, um, <laughs> And so forth. But yeah, you know, inflation going on, everybody's aware of that. Finally, we've been talking about mm-hmm. it forever. Yeah. You know, a lot of us have felt we knew that monetary inflation was going on ever since, you know, a long time, the value right. of the dollar decreasing. But now everybody's finally seeing the price inflation and seeing that mm-hmm. going on. And it's funny, you know, my investment guys, because I'm I manage money in the market, the whole nine yards, and my team that helps that does help with that. They, you know, they want to say that, oh, the inflation's temporary. Well, we don't know, you know, mm-hmm. and even the Fed last month in December, the Federal Reserve had their meeting where they come out and said, hey, we're going to raise some rates. But, you know, you and I can just be transparent and say, <laughs> we really don't know that they plan on really doing right. that. <laughs> you well, agree? that. That's the thing, you know, they, 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 when they talk in the fourth quarter, it's more of a saving face. So they can they can appear that they're trying to do something, but Carrie, we're we're at this perfect storm here, or call it a double edged sword of with this inflation, they have to raise rates to combat that. 
But on the other end, if if they do raise rates, then our markets are going to crumble. You know, so it's you know to take the red or the, or the blue or the red pill, which one is it going to be? And 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 we don't know that answer, that that question. But that transitions us, Carrie, to look at some of our asset classes that are out there that continue to rise up. That gold and silver plays a counterbalance too, um, and that's that's the interesting topic and, and point that we're at right now. What so what say you, Carrie? Yeah, so we just want to remind you, everybody today, you know, think about it. The market's continuing to go up. Real estate's continuing to go up. When things are at their highest point in history, you keep seeing those headlines, you know, that's really when you want to look at the other things that counterbalance those. You know, what what do you have in your client's holdings to counterbalance when, when the stocks and the real estate take a tumble or go through right. a different part of their market cycle? I mean, I think we would all agree, Ryan, that this can't go on forever, right? Right, right. I mean, and so you have everything out there from the doom and gloomers all the way, you know, that, oh, it's going to crash like Armageddon, you know, it's, you know, it's literally going to be worthless and we're going to, mm. you know, and hey, who knows? I don't know. All the way up to, no, they're going to figure out a way out of this and the Fed can continue mm. to stimulate this without the repercussions happening at some point. Right. You know, I, I probably I'm probably myself, probably somewhere in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be some repercussion to fiscal irresponsibility with a fiat currency. You know, the more you print, you're just devaluing that currency. You mm-hmm. know, of course, historically, we can't find an example of where that's ever worked long term, you know. Right. Um, I do. I believe in America, though. I believe in the resiliency of the American people. I know the the uh, millennials now are the largest generation we've ever had, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, coming on. So I, that's why I say I'm in the middle. I I really try hard to see both sides of all of it and look at right. the pros and cons. And so I I hope you know, listen to the podcast today. You you can find that balance and try not to be all in one camp or all in the other. But at the end of the day, the reason Ryan is here, the reason I'm here is because we believe based on all the research, all the experience, everything we can find that when a a client, a normal, hardworking American holds around 10 to 15% of their assets, their nest egg in physical gold and silver, it's one of the wisest things they could ever do. Right, it's it, it's that same counterbalance you're talking about, Carrie. So rather than rather than trying to trying to wait things out or time it or or you know to rise things up, uh, we're we're right now here in 2022, and we are talking why silver in 2022 here. This is Carrie all you know, regardless of what the Fed does and what Powell does in these next coming few years. This is shaping up to being one of those perfect storm examples for silver. You know, you have you have that rise in inflation. Um, you have markets being extremely overvalued. You know, and and then you also have this this green agenda that even every country is talking about. You know, we can talk about build back America or build back better or whatever that might be. The the infrastructure that it would occur is extremely. You know, the demand for silver is extremely high, and there's not enough silver to go around. So we're we're, we're shaping up for all, regardless of what outcome. You know, you mentioned what sides of the camp you could be on, Carrie, trying to be in the middle and, and being more wisely balanced. It doesn't, you know, I can see a scenario for silver in both sides and those the scenarios are extremely probable and favorable. Yeah. And so my job is not to have to predict the future, 
my job is to try to just, just to help clients prepare for it. Right. These right. people have worked so hard their whole life to save this money, you know, and advisors are out there, you know, pitching their portfolios and pitching their annuities and pitching their life insurance strategies, which are all wonderful. Uh, and I say pitching, and I don't mean that derogatorily at all. Uh, I just mean, you know, they're, they're building plans to include those things. I'll put it mm-hmm. that way. Um, but sometimes they're pitching it really hard, you know, and not maybe thinking about the big picture and what we're trying to do and what you guys at national goal consultants are trying to do is to give them a chance to bring that other allocation in there. So I know I keep coming back to that, Well, let's, so just to, before we leave the counterbalance, just to be clear, to restate that what we're saying is, is that, Hey, so why silver in 2022? Because the things that are on the other side of the seesaw from where silver and gold would be for your clients are doing, have been doing really, really well. And we rejoice in that. Now, as a planner, I look at that, Ron, and I'm like, hey, now's the time to shave off a portion of those winnings, so to speak, yep. and, re- and allocate those to the other side of the seesaw, you know, and just have that there. So, but let's move on to, to the decoupling conversation, because I know that's where we really want to spend a mm-hmm. few minutes today. So let's just do, let's talk about overall physical decoupling first, Ryan, and then we'll end with talking about even the next step of what we see in pre-33 and why that's happening. So let's just talk about general physical right now. Well, right now, general physical, I mean, we look back uh, with with our rewind and look into 2021s that we had just an incredible year for physical demand. Um, You know, one one of the largest demand years, Terry, that I've ever seen. Um, so wow. we're we're seeing right now with with the mines that are out there exploring for new silver with COVID and all the shutdowns and all of the lack thereof of employees or manpower to extract commodities like silver out of the ground. And then you have the most demand that we've ever seen in this industry. It, I mentioned that shape it up to be in that perfect storm. It it really it really is right now. So we're we're really seeing carry and, and we're seeing a lot of um a lot of distraction factors with advisors and their clients. If they don't, if you don't understand as an advisor the difference between paper gold and silver or that spot price and physical gold and silver, always carrying a premium and, and is more of a free traded market, then you're doing your clients a, a, dis, a disservice because it, it, it you need to have that education and that knowledge. And we go into it a lot with our advisor training at goldensilveradvisors.com and all of these, you know, previously recorded podcasts that we're doing for you. It's it's for the education purpose so you can have this authority and know what you're talking about with your clients, Carrie. Yeah, so let's jump into let's just really simplify this down to a couple of numbers. So right now spot is at what? Yeah, we're in the low 20s. It's it's all range bound hovering around on silver. Yeah. Yep. And so, like Ryan said, we're not going to try to teach you everything. You got this is a compliment to the training. So please mm-hmm. make sure you you re, you listen to the podcast, do the training. So, like, so spots at 22? 22-ish. Yep. <laughs> oh, something like that. Okay. So how much is like an American gold eagle coming out of the mint? Yeah, if we're comparing spot of silver, um, you know, if silver's at roughly 22, you know, you're looking at say a silver eagle you know, $31, $32 for that coin right now. You, yeah, you silver, already sorry. That difference. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So 32, 30, $32. Yep. Correct. All right. What well, what else is going on out there in the general physical world? I mean, what, what's some other examples? 
Yeah, you know, right now that biggest... was a ten dollar premium. Yep, and let's the... just say, Ryan, that you can never buy for spot. You you cannot purchase gold and silver at spot ever. It doesn't exist. It's just it does not exist unless it's a lost leader and somebody's losing money just to get your information to then market to you, right? Yep. Uh, but go so, ahead. Yeah. What so if we're if we're comparing, you know, uh, silver to silver, we talked about a silver eagle, a silver maple leaf, all these coins that are minted from these sovereign nations like ours that have these mints. Well, right now, everything is extremely backlogged, so there's a delay on it because there's, again, that very large demand with very little physical actual available for delivery, where it creates, a, creates kind of a mess and a problem. But you know, when we look at silver, when we talk non-qualified carry, well, what are we talking about for our clients? We're talking the pre-1933 coins for numerous reasons. And again, if you don't know those reasons, goldensilveradvisors.com will give you those reasons, you know, numerous reasons. Um, but right now, for example, if the spot price is in the low 20s, you know, a silver dollar right now is in the low 40s. Um, and those aren't those aren't the difference. Differences are not commissions. Those that's just the cost of acquisition and what the going rate for the market is. So I had carry this last uh, last couple of weeks. I had an advisor that's fairly you know fairly new, but you know just you know the education wasn't there for this individual advisor. We had a conference call. You know, we're again we're looking for 10 to 15 percent of clients' assets. In this case, it would have been about a $200,000 recommendation. Uh, the client was talking pricing over this call, and which is fine in some circumstances. But then after the call, uh, you know, did their own research and called a company in California. And that company in California said, oh, no, you're, you're doing everything wrong. It, they're charging you much more. You know? And again, they're comparing spot price to the physical price. And that, that advisor did that client a disservice because now they're, they're kind of stuck in the weeds and not making any decisions, Carrie. Yeah. So... On the on the uh, Silver Eagle, it was about is it what about a ten percent a ten dollar ten percent a ten dollar premium yep. there on top yep. of spot right and then to get to the pre thirty three it was roughly another ten dollars right that's correct and and so break down real quick the reasons for that even on the Silver Eagle. Well, look, I'm breaking down right now. With the, there's a mint premium. So, for let's just example, the American uh, the American eagles are are made are made from the government mint here, and there's this there's a spot price of physical, and then you obviously have the mint cost, and then what a dealer's charging you above that. So there's kind of a three a three layer of the onion here that you can unpeel. Right. Um, Typically, you know, in a normal market, when supply isn't an issue, when the demand is is just normal, usually that's only a, a couple dollar spread between the spot price and you know the demand price. That was my next question. I was going to yep. ask you how many months ago was it that you kind of saw that normalcy of where it was not decoupled? Because mm-hmm. then we're going to explain decoupling. Yeah, honestly, it it goes before COVID, so 2019. Um, okay. Was the last time we saw more normalcy, and 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 now you know with 2020 and 2021, all these variants, supply chain disruptions, money printing disruption, <laughs> yeah, inflation, low rates. I mean, this is all this is all coming to a head here. Yeah. So it was gradually decoupling, and then you've seen an acceleration now. So now it's ten dollars mm-hmm. instead of around two dollars mm-hmm. for that, yep. and then. The same goes for the pre thirty three. Just it's it's just valued more, right? So there's a higher premium on mm-hmm. the pre thirty three because it's private and all the things that mm-hmm. we talk about in the other podcast. Yep. And so, what's in in before COVID in twenty nineteen? What was that difference between spot and mm-hmm. pre thirty three? I normally historically, I'll just throw my numbers. And, you know, uh, you're the man on this, but you know, I've been with you a long time working on this. And um, for my clients, 
I normally see about it. I don't know. In those kind of times where it's not much about mm-hmm. four or five bucks. Yeah. Is that, is my, am I on target? Oh yeah. That, that goes honestly, Carrie, uh, that four or $5 goes probably all the way back to 2011. So 2011 to 2019 and, and why it goes back that far. Well, remember 20, 2008 to 2011 is when we had all those market disruptions in the housing market. So it goes back to our original premise of, of looking at gold and silver as this counterbalance when those right. assets are doing well. Um, but he, here we are, the news flashes for you, Kerry. They don't make the pre-1933 coins anymore for that's you. Right. So that's why we're that's why we have this true economic principle of supply and demand. And that's why all of the reasons of the privacy and, and the liquidity are there. But when you have a free traded market, that that puts the bow on it. That just is the why and the, and the hows and the what's and why it makes so much sense to do so. Yeah. And people spend money on something they value. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they value, once they understand the pre-33 uh, attributes of privacy and like true privacy yep. and the the insulation that it provides from a lot of the volatility. You know, you and I often cite the March of 2020 example where, you know, spot price starts going down with the market and we saw those pre-33s just kind of stay still and then go up a right. little bit. Yep. Okay. So what we mean by decoupling, you guys, is what we just described where the normal uh, difference between spot and, and say a silver eagle is about two bucks or four or $5 with a pre-33. And what happens is in times of uncertainty, we see that premium over spot, I'll call it, start to increase. And what, what really this is about in what you're seeing here is that increase has now started to accelerate. Which is the same thing you saw in what? When did it really start? Do you remember in like 2010? Because it peaked in like second quarter yep. of 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably what early 2010 sometime is when it happened last time, where it started really going up. Yeah, that that was when the the spot price really started to decouple. I mean, between 2000 and basically late 2008 and and early 2010, we had the spot price and physical all you know all just basically putting the accelerator on. Right, um, and then and then it kind of tamed out a little bit, but the physical just kept rising because it's that whole added saying: possession being nine tenths of the law. People aren't, you know, people don't want this certificate saying that they they own it. They want the real deal, and comes down comes down to the what's and, and the why's, right? Yeah. So let's just finish this up on a very simple note, Ryan. The bottom line is is that when you see the pre thirty three at at low forties and spot at twenty two, that's not a bad thing, right? Absolutely. That's just the the market doing what it's supposed to do to keep up with your current purchasing power. That's that's the that's the skinny in it. When you when you see inflation, when you see purchasing power, that's why that's why the the pre thirty three is so powerful. That it doesn't matter what spot does. It doesn't matter what Powell says. Uh, it 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 does what it's supposed to do. Right. So it's doing its job. And you know, I mean, if you think that's a big spread in two thousand and eleven. They had a spread at the peak of, of like fifty dollars, you know, yeah, yep. uh, per coin, and we're at a spread now of twenty. Oh, twenty, yep, right. Mm-hmm. And there's really a lot of good reason, and a lot of smart people believe that 2011 might pale in comparison to the next peak once it really takes off. So, anyways, we just wanted to touch base on that today, everybody, uh, and it's talking about 2022. Uh, what's going on this year? We all know that the the money printing is continuing even if the fed starts using that word tapering that that's not a ceasing you know so <laughs> 
kind yeah. of finish it up. When you think about why silver in 2022, what's your final thoughts, Ryan? Back up the truck, Gary. <laughs> no, I'm just, up the truck. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, everything's coming to a head. Uh, it doesn't matter what the Fed does. It doesn't matter if the markets continue to rise, but we want the markets to rise. I mean, let's be honest. We're, we're in the markets ourselves, right? But as, as far as why 2022, I, I just think there's so much uncertainty coming that we haven't seen yet. That that silver and and gold, obviously, too. Uh, we've 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 forgotten the word gold today because I just look at silver, especially in the in the in the day and age where now is the better bang for your buck. Um, but, mo- but moving, gold is that? right there too, though, right? Yep, yep in, absolutely, in absolutely. Yep. So that, everything's coming to a head, Kerry. So it's just it's just that it's the timeliness factor in this update that with with short supply, high inflation, high demand. You know, I think there's going to be some good things in store for silver. Yeah. And so my final two cents, Ryan, is, is, is I always go back to the fundamentals. So as a, as a financial planner who has to sit with a client year after year after year in that review, or you know more often in that, especially in that interview, I have to be accountable. So I've been through this where I put clients in, in gold and silver uh, right after 2011, and the price was still high, and then it went way down you know, for years, I'm the guy who had to sit in that office. And and so I know what it's like. And that's why I don't believe in trying to time this market. I believe that it's a financial planning uh, strategy to mm-hmm. have an allocation to this. And so what you've got right now is just extra reasons where, so my answer to why silver in 2022 is because if you don't already have it, then you're missing this key allocation mm-hmm. in your nest egg. You know, that's why. And then everything else is just bonus. Like, you know, it's just, it's like so easy to talk about today. It wasn't as easy years ago, but I still believed in it then. And I've seen those holdings now come to do their job that we put in clients' portfolios years ago. So you see how everybody, there's there's short-term scenarios, but then there's always your long-term view. And that's really where Ryan and I live is in that long-term view. But we're trying to help you realize, I mean, it's we could probably safely say it's just more critical now than ever. Our country's never been in this situation. So uh, hope that helps you today. And so on behalf of Ryan and myself, have a great one. We'll see you in the next podcast.